Hello, hello, everybody. I'm back on different operating system. I'm hoping, you know, the ghost in the machine is not after this one. This is the video I've started to try to upload when everything started happening. I'm even going to try to not do code. I tried to, it's about the gateway process. I tried to, you know, do a video where I called it the door path process, things like that. Um, operating system Linux, I'm going to trust them. We're going to try not to even talk about it. We're, we're going to try no codes. We're going to go right into it. We're going to talk plainly as possible. Um, so, without further ado, June 9th, 1983, the Lieutenant Colonel Wayne M. McDonnell is tasked with a report on the gateway process. He initially looks at things maybe in a spiritual light, but the further he digs into it, he realizes he has to go into a scientific approach to the hemisphere synchronization technique. So he briefly profiles fundamental biomedical factors such as, you know, biofeedback, hypnosis, transcendental meditation. He studies the work of Niels Bohr, renowned phys physicist. You're not thinking, you are merely being logical from Niels Bohr. Right. So we're going to jump right into it. Now, I'm going to work through this beginning part. This is a 29 page one. I, I, the hour video I had is where it started to fuck up. So I'm going to quickly go through this beginning part so that we can jump into the really juicy stuff here at the end. Um, in his intro, he describes something called hemisync. It is the synchronization of both sides of the brain. Uh, most commonly the problem with self-cognitive verbal linear reasoning is because the right brain is where ideas are accepted and acted upon whereas the left brain is like a computer it takes in things and begins to figure out what to do with them now hypnosis the right side of the human brain following successful disengagement of the stimulus screening function of the left brain hemisphere begins to allow you to accept ideas directly that is why hypnosis works that's why people say that you can convince someone of something on hypnosis that didn't even happen to them Okay, uh, I, all of this is going to be on the screen. I encourage any of you and all of you to pause it at any point in time to read it yourself. Um, his next point on transcendental meditation works distinctly different faction. In this technique, intense and protracted single-mindedness concentration of the process of drawing energy up the spinal cord ultimately results in what appears to be the creation of acoustical standing waves in the central vertical ventricles that are conducted into gray matter in the cerebral cortex. This next page here, we have a diagram of the homunculus of the brain. It is basically a cross-section. You get to see in this figure B right here, the precentennial gyrus, the motor in the front there. You'll remember from my VMAT2 gene video, that is where that light and that chip that would basically do away with pain uh, is. The fourth ventricle and the median aperture there at the bottom are what receives these, these acoustical sound waves from the rest of the spinal cord very good idea, a very good point to just know the diagram and the, the makeup of the brain when getting into this, okay? Now, meditation will, through time, will stimulate and eventually polarize the cortex in such a way that it will tend to conduct a signal along the homunculus, starting from the toes and on up. So, transcendental meditation literally does, as most spiritual people would know, it aligns those chakras, it, it literally 
creates frequencies in the body because our hearts, our brains, our, our blood pumping, it does create frequencies. It does have an output. And so in syncing up with those frequencies and syncing up with the Earth's frequency to your own body frequency, you can disassociate from your body because it is synced up. Basically, think of it like osmosis, you know, things going through cell walls with water. Um, if your brain is at this frequency, normally, the Earth and the world around you is at this frequency, it, they, they don't match. But if you sync those up, if you make yourself of the same frequency as the world around you, that that consciousness that soul can kind of cross that barrier easier because it's it's not going somewhere different it's going somewhere that it is already of a matching vibration frequency and energy right his third point is biofeedback um it's unique that it employs self-cognitive powers of the left hemisphere to gain access to such areas of the right hemisphere so basically forcing not forcing we'll say but uh, using your own brain to hard breach, hard hack, get through the left brain to the right brain, and then establish pathways between. Now, gateway and hemisync. Now that we've briefly profiled the basic mechanics of the principal techniques for altering or expanding consciousness, which share some of the objectives of methods employed in the gateway experience, we proceed to focus on the technique that it actually involves. Fundamentally, the gateway experience is training systems designed to bring enhanced strength, focus, and coherence to an amplitude frequency brainwave output of the left and right hemispheres so as to alter consciousness, moving it outside the physical sphere so as to ultimately escape even the restrictions of time and space. Amazing, right? Okay. Now... Lamp versus laser, this next bit, is one of the best metaphors, really, that I've seen on any of this. Um, normally, the, the brain, the, the you know, bio frequencies, the energy coming out of you as a human, think of it like a lamp. It is a light that casts a general around it, a radial energy, right? It, it, is, it, is, it is going out in all directions from your central point. It's, it's heat and light and chaotic in nature. Now, if you were to hemisync and focus your thought, focus your brain frequency, focus, focus your mental processes, your energy and frequency and direction become that of a laser, become that of a refined singular thought in a singular direction that is one energy source and beam okay that's I, the, it's a beautiful metaphor now frequency following response to achieve synchronization of the brain hemispheres hemisync technique takes advantage of the phenomenon known as frequency following response this means that if a subject hears a sound produced at a frequency which emulates one of the associated with the operation of the human brain the brain will try to mimic the same frequency pattern by adjusting its brainwave output i will put up a graphic uh basically of what this is saying but like in one ear, your beat frequencies that, that you'll put headphones on and meditate to, right? In one ear, you may have 110 hertz coming in. In one ear, you have 100 hertz coming in. Your brain, instead of hearing those as separate frequencies, will find the difference and hear the difference. So you will, instead of hearing 100 and 110, your brain will hear 10. Interesting, right? It's the, it's, but it's the way that the brain works with beat frequencies. The role of resonance. However, brain coherence through the entertainment to beat frequencies introduced via stereo headphones is only part of the reason the gateway system works. It is also designed to achieve the physical quietude characteristics of deep transcendental meditative states, which brings about the complete alteration of fundamental resonance patterns associated with sound frequencies produced by the body. Now, the role of resonance, you, you do and are able to achieve these things 
through practice, practice, practice. Yoga, Zen, Transcendental Meditation, and practice long enough will produce a change in the sound frequency in which the human heart resonates through the entire body, it says here. So, by quieting your mind, you eventually hear your body. Make sense? Okay. Now, you'll hear about mm, psychedelics, DMT, LSD, shrooms, as kind of a cheat, a, a, a jumping up three, four steps at a time kind of thing. And that really resonates with me here because, huh, resonates, because it seems to do that exactly. The, the psychedelics uh, trigger chemical reactions in your brain that almost allow you to hear yourself quicker, better, with less practice. Now, just because you can hear yourself on those things, you also may not know what to do with that sound, right? And that's part of what is still necessary to practice. Brain stimulation. Bentoff's biomedical model shows the resonance is considerable importance since it is directly transmitted to and impacts upon the brain. The resulting vibration is received and transmitted into the brain itself via fluid-filled third and left ventricles located above the brainstem. So, an important, important quote here. This is occurring at a very long wavelength of about 40,000 kilometers or just above the perimeter of the planet. In other words, the signal from the mo movement of our bodies will travel around the world in about one-seventh of a second through the electromagnetic field in which we are embedded. Such a long wavelength knows no obstacles and its strength does not attenate much over large distances. Naturally, it will go through just about anything, metal, concrete, water, and the fields making up our bodies. This is the ideal medium for conveying telepathic signal. So think remote viewing. We know the CIA has given absolute credibility to remote viewing, uh, but remote viewing is basically tapping into these signals, tapping into this, this, this one wavelength of the world and traveling along it with your consciousness, right? I mean, it, this is why I want to do this video so bad. It, it breaks down and almost for the non-spiritually inclined for the people that don't just like feel it out and like don't you feel it bro like oh like it, it kind of breaks down in a scientific means exactly what's happening here and exactly what goes on now energy entrainment as the body is turned into a coherent oscillator vibrating in harmony with the surrounding electrostatic medium the specific exercises included in the gateway tapes enjoin the participant to build up an energy field surrounding his body presumably by using energy form from the earth and its field, which the body is now in training because of its ability to resonate with it, right? Back to what I said earlier. Because you are matching the frequency with the world, you are able to enter its wavelengths and frequency with that, with that soul, with that inner consciousness. Okay. Consciousness and energy. Before explanation can proceed any further, it is essential to define the mechanisms by which the human mind exercises and functions known as consciousness, and to describe it in a way that consciousness operates to deduce meaning from the stimuli which it receives. To do this, we will first consider the fundamental character, character of the material world in which we have our physical existence. Okay. This is interesting. Basically, a really good quote that will come up later on is, does consciousness come from the brain? Or does the brain come from consciousness? Are we able to have a brain and perceive the stimuli in the world around us because we are conscious? Or does the brain create consciousness in us? Solid matter in the strict construction of the, of the term simply does not exist. Rather, atomic structure is composed of oscillating energy grids surrounded by other oscillating energy grids which orbit in extraordinarily high speeds. Okay, basically this is getting into the matter versus energies question. One second, I need to blow my nose.
Now, matter. Let's grab some matter. This mouse it is a solid matter state, but as we know, it is also made up of atoms, correct? Those atoms have electrons around them, around the nucleus, vibrating at energies and speeds. They, they are located in each atom and make up each piece of matter. So, matter is energy. Matter is electrons. Just because wavelengths from matter are seen to our eyes and to our touch and to our, and to our fingers as solid objects, that makes them no less vibrational frequencies and wavelengths. They, 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 they resonate and you can feel them, that your touch resonates with them because they are resonating with you, okay? Holograms. Energy creates, stores, and retrieves meaning in the universe by projecting and expanding a certain frequency in the three-dimensional mode that creates a living pattern called a hologram. The concept of hologram can be most easily understood by using an example cited by Bentov, which he asked the reader to visualize a bowl full of water into which three pebbles are dropped. As the ripples created from those three pebbles, uh, you technically and scientifically can stipulate where, in a freeze frame, where that ripple is, correlating to where that pebble that it dropped that created that energy, that frequency, that wave, must be along with its size. So frequency waves, wavelengths, are directly correlated to what they came from. The purest kind of light available to us is that produced by a laser, which sends out a beam in which all the waves are of one frequency, like that made by the ideal pebble in a perfect pond. Okay. Back to that lamp and laser. If you are focused into one frequency as a thing, your, your thoughts, your direction is so singular and so focused that it goes through anything. It goes through any type of matter that is only just vibrating energy itself, right? Wow. The part encodes the whole. Of further importance is the fact that even if we dropped our frozen hologram of ripple pattern on the floor and broke it into a number of pieces, each individual piece would recreate the entire holographic image all by itself. So because we have a piece of an energy, of a frequency, of a wavelength, we can stipulate the rest of it. We do not need the entire model. Wow. Another feature of the hologram is its efficiency. Billions of bits of information can be stored in a tiny space. Basically, think of compression and the way streaming things work and the way you, you uh, the way I'm uploading data onto YouTube. Well, it would be a lot easier if I could upload one second of a video and of a noise and of a, uh, and of a me talking and automatically through the stipulation of one part encodes the entire whole, you all would be able to know the entire video at length of what I'm going to say because it just is it, it is a singular focused laser beam of one frequency following the consciousness matrix the universe is composed of interacting energy fields some at rest and some in motion it is in and of itself one gigantic hologram of unbelievable complexity according to the theories of Carl Pribham a neuroscientist at Stanford University David Bohm the human mind is also a hologram which attunes itself to the universal hologram by medium of energy exchanges thereby deducing meaning of achieving the state that we call consciousness. Here comes that quote. Contrary to what everyone knows is so, it may not be the brain that produces consciousness, but rather consciousness that creates the appearance of the brain. Brain and phase. Consciousness process is most easily envisaged, envisaged 
in the picture of the holographic input in the three-dimensional grid system superimposed over it such that all the energy patterns contained within can be described in terms of three-dimensional geometry using mathematics to reduce the data to two-dimensional form. Okay, think of, some of you may know of the concept of a tesseract, a four-dimensional cube, right? We see it as, I'll put an image on the screen, because we, can, we cannot perceive with our eyes a fourth dimension. We can only perceive what it looks like in a shadow. So we see a fourth-dimensional object, object shadow in the third dimension. Think of all of this in the same way. We see three-dimensional things, so we perceive that, we understand that, but consciousness uses third-dimensional things to envision things in the two-dimensional state in your brain. I mean, this stuff is wild. This stuff is wild to me, and it, but it makes sense. That's the thing, is that it makes sense. It's, it, it is scientifically here broken down. Trust the science, right? That's what we're all about. Evaluation. To the extent that the gateway succeeds in bringing about refinement in energy matrix of the mind, it, is, it succeeds in expanding and altering human consciousness so that it can perceive without recourse of the intercession of the physical senses, such as such that ever more of the universal hologram. To read this quote here, currently he is proposing a startling, all-encompassing model that is generating considerable excitement among those intrigued by the mysteries of the human consciousness. His holographic model marries brain research to theoretical physics. It accounts for a normal perception of simultaneously and simultaneously takes the paranormal and transcendental experiences out of the supernatural by explaining them as a part of nature. Self-cognition. To complete our outline of the process by which the mind achieves exercise of consciousness, we must also describe the mechanism which accounts for the aspect of human thought that differentiates it from consciousness of plants and animals, i.e. self-cognition. Humans not only know, but they know that they know. They are able to monitor the process by which their own thinking and maintain the awareness of it. So here we have a consciousness energy grid. The left hemisphere acts like the mind's computer software to reduce input from the right hemisphere to verbal symbols and concepts. The left hemisphere is what makes things understandable to the right hemisphere in those two-dimensional models we talked about. The time-space dimension. Up to this point, our discussion of the gateway process has been relatively simple and easy to follow. LOL. Now the fun begins. Gateway involves more than just the perception of those aspects of the universal hologram which can be accessed in the dimension of time-space as we know it. To explain how and why the human consciousness can be brought to transcend the limitations of time-space, the next task must be addressed. To do this, we first appreciate what time, time and space are in order to understand how the dimension that they constitute can be transcended. Okay. How do you measure time? The measurement is change. Things, the, things that change, time has passed. However, in order for energy to be in motion, it must first be limited in some way within the confines of some sort of vibrational pattern so that its confinement gives the capacity for being contained in a specific location which is distinguishable from other locations, space. Are you getting what I'm getting at? Time can only pass because space is there. Space can only be there because time is passing. If you work into a larger model, the, the, the thing that you are transcending out of by out-of-body experiences, by hypnosis, by transcendental meditation is the absolute. There is no beginning, there is no end, there is no location. It is just there. Think of it almost as the space, those, those electrons vibrating around the nucleus that I talked about that is in all matter that's in this mouse. Think of the absolute as the impossibly immeasurably small space between the electrons and the nucleus, right? Intervening dimensions. Since the absolute is consciousness energy in the infinity without boundaries, 
It occupies every dimension to include the time-space dimensions which we have in our physical existence, but cannot perceive it. It overlays everything, as do many of the intervening gradients or dimensions through which energies of the absolute pass on their way from their home in the state of infinity. I'm going to let this digest for y'all. The absolute is you. You are the absolute. The absolute is everything around you. Yet, they're all defined and, and quantified in wavelengths and patterns. Now, we are about to get into the measurements. I encourage you to pause here to read some of this. Subatomic particles. The behavior of particles provides an interesting example of the phenomenon clicking out, discussed by preceding paragraphs. In the article prepared for Science Digest magazine, John Gleedman mentions which subatomic particles communicate with each other once their energy fields become entrained as a result of colliding with each other. Now, I'm going to go down, scroll down a little bit to give you a graphic here. This is a wavelength, an energy oscillating wave. You could think of it as what you were thinking. You could think of it as what the Earth is vibrating as. You could think of it as what resonates out of your heart when it pumps blood. Okay, these straight lines... They are defined by time, space, and location. But where you turn around right here, where the wavelength goes back the other way, is clicking out. The portion of oscillating energy traverses in intermediate dimensions. It is past the Planck's distance, 10 to the negative 33rd centimeters. The absolute is in that moment, the same way I talked about it in between the space of electrons and the nucleus. The only way that it can change that direction it, uh, not even on a dime it is it it's on not even on an atom it is changing directions on an electron you know what i'm saying like on a on a immeasurably small moment of time because it is the absolute of time now we have postulated the legitimacy of assertion that the energy forms which compose consciousness can move beyond time space dimension in singular instances the casual relationship between events breaks down, movements become jerky rather than smooth, time and space may become grainy or chunky, perhaps a piece of space can be traversed by the particle of matter in any direction without necessarily being synchronized with a piece of time. In short, a pair of events will occur in either time or space, the pair not being connected casually but by random fluctuation. Special status out-of-body experience. Although human consciousness can with enough practice move beyond the dimension of time space and interface with other energy systems in other dimensions the entire process is appreciable enhanced if that consciousness can be detached at large measure from the physical body before interface is attempted kind of like there is only a certain amount of time that the absolute can occur that moment where the wavelength turns around right now if you are able to remove yourself from the straight up and down line your consciousness out of your body you would be closer to that absolute moment. Therefore, stipulating that you would be able to be in that absolute moment longer because it took you less time to get there, right? The absolute in perspective. So now this is basically more so describing what the absolute is. I'm going to scroll down a little bit, leave it here for a minute so that y'all can read, but we're going to talk about what the Taurus is, the Big Bang, the idea that if we stipulate that we all came from the Big Bang Theory, um, which isn't entirely impossible here in this context. I've never been a fan of the Big Bang, but once it's explained here, I think you will see that it is a major viable theory. 
So working from the widely accepted Big Bang Theory uh, to depict time-space evolution as a relative position of a universal hologram. The hologram is called the torus because it is thought to have an oval shape of immense self-contained spiral. Now, I'm going to go down some. Think of the Big Bang as a jet of matter. From one singular point, we'll call it at least originally a black or white hole, here, shown here, energy comes out. It oscillates around the direction of time-space. It moves in singular directions because it is the only way that it can move. But because it is contained in the absolute, it works its way back to itself, to its origin, thus creating the hologram. Here is a great picture of the ever serpentining torus of energy. I'm going to skip just a little bit. We're going to go back up to it. This is a great model right here. This is the galactic north. This is the galactic south. Our galaxy being right there. Because of this, that is why we see everything to the galactic north of us moving away faster and faster. Everything to the galactic south of us moving at slower rates. The energy forces itself back around to its egg-shaped bottom back into the white hole back into the black hole now to go back up the quality of consciousness we noted earlier that the out-of-body state involves a projection of major portion of the energy pattern that represents human consciousness so that it may move either freely throughout the terrestrial sphere for purposes of information acquisition or into another dimension outside of time space so that absolute think of everything in our world at the same scale the fibonacci spiral you know it is this big but it is still the exact same spiral when it's getting this big everything mirrors everything the things that happen at smaller scales happen at larger scales because we ourselves have a torus of energy emanating from us we can so stipulate that the entire universe does that the singular earth does that our solar system does I mean, wow. There is no beginning or end. It is, a, it is a revolving door of energy. Consciousness in perspective. Having ascertained that the human consciousness is able to separate from physical reality and interact with other intelligences in other dimensions, other intelligences in other dimensions, within the universe that is both eternal and destined for ultimate return to the absolute, we are faced with the question, so what happens then? Since memory is a function of consciousness and therefore enjoys the same eternal character as the consciousness which accounts for its existence, it must be admitted that when consciousness returns to the absolute, it brings with it all the memories it has accumulated through the experience in reality. Hold on. This is making a case for a lot of reincarnation beliefs, right? Once you work to that absolute, you were propelled back around to the beginning, back around to that jet of matter. I mean, I've let y'all read it. Please do. I've read this entire thing at least three times now. I still think it is impossible to get a grip truly on the breakdown of this. No matter how spiritual you think you are, no matter how much you feel you've done this before, to see it explained to you in such hard terms incredible the gateway method having put the gateway experience in context by postulating a structural outline of how and why it seems to work and having shown what it is designed to achieve the time has come to examine the specific techniques which compromise the gateway training process so hemisync introduced after that he's exposed for the first time to these hemisync sound frequencies so 
there's a there's a gateway process tapes done um i'd encourage you all they're 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 not expensive things if you're really interested in this and interested in doing it yourself buy them you know Next comes a technique of progressive and systematic physical relaxation. While the hemiseq frequencies are expanded to include additional forms of pink and white noise designed to put the physical body at virtual threshold of sleep, as well as calm the left hemisphere of the mind while raising the right hemisphere to a state of heightened attentiveness. Basically, bringing those two into synchronization. Okay. Advanced techniques. Having reached his focus 10, that is the hemisync. Uh, the participant now ready to endeavor to achieve a state of sufficiently expanded awareness to begin actually interacting with the dimensions beyond those associated with his experience of the physical reality. State is called Focus 12. Involves conscious efforts on his part while additional forms, pink and white noise, enter the sound stream. Once participant has achieved this state, greatly expanded awareness, he is ready to be, employ a series of specific techniques or tools, as the Monroe Institute characterizes them, which enables him to manipulate his newly found expanded awareness to obtain practical, useful feedback of value, promoting self-discovery and personal growth. Problem solving. This technique involves identifying fundamental problems with the individual wishes to see solved. Okay? So, if you are yourself out of time and space, and you stipulate that time and space is not a flat line, but in fact a circle, okay? You are outside of that circle. Now, say you have a problem here. Whatever your problem may be, I, you know, um, you're sick. You have cancer, you um, need more money, you need a better grade in class. I don't care what your problem is. But if you are here with a problem on a flat line, I will put the graphic on the screen. If you are here and you decide outside of it up here that you have a problem and you solve the problem here. Now, when you go back to here, your body, your, your body with your problem, if you go back to here, when this moment here that you decided you have the answer at? Well now, per your laser beam of thought and laser beam of energy and, 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 and thinking, you suddenly have the answer. Whether it manifests itself outside of you, the universe gives you the answer, or suddenly it just comes to you. The thought will be that you literally give yourself the answer. This technique involves the use of consciousness to achieve desired ob objectives in physical emotion and intellectual sphere. It involves concentration of desired objective while focused 12 state, extension of the individual's perception. Okay, basically breaking down what I just talked to you about. Now, here's some interesting things. Color breathing. Expanded awareness and highly focused attentiveness associated with focus 12 state to imagine various colors in particular intense and vivid manner so as to use them to resonate with and in turn activate the body's own energies. Healing yourself. Um, it breaks down what colors have potential to mean. Um, the color capacity effect the human mind is well known. The example application of intense blue light to an area of physical tumescence leads to relatively rapid and easy observable reduction in swelling, while red and to the lesser extent yellow have quite the opposite effect. However, the hemisync application of this technique, external light sources are not involved, but rather the mind is the sole agent of the healing and the revitalization. You are making colors heal you. I love this part, the energy bar tool. Magic wands are enchanted and scepters have been part of the folklore of occult practices in many cultures. The scepters, staffs, maces carried by monarchs and high priests alike occur with such frequency in history of a bygone eras as suggests that at the very least these items are aspect of some type of archetypal symbol with the human mind seems to appreciate, even subliminally. In any case, the energy bar tool technique involves envisaging a small, intensely pulsating dot of light 
in which the participant charges in his imagination with enormous energy until it is virtually pulsating. The participant then extrudes the dot into a bar. Okay. Into a vibrating, sparkling cylinder of energy that he uses to then channel force from the universe to selected parts of his body for the purpose of healing or revitalization. So, could it be stipulated that the reason they carried the scepters around was so that they, in their mind, their envisioned energy bar had a physical, practical place for them to focus it on as well? Kind of like they didn't need the staff or the scepter, but because they had it, it gave it a absolute, a, a place in the absolute to be an energy bar. It also gave them and their practical physical body a place to see the energy bar to focus on. Wow. Remote viewing, in addition to the energy bar tool, is used as a portal for initiating the follow-on technique called remote viewing. In this context, the participant turns his bar of energy into a whirling vortex, that torus, that literally can match everything in the earth that can go through any obstacle or any object. His imagination in search of new and illuminating insights. So, because you, removed from the absolute, have a problem. You want an answer. You say, I need to know where this is. I need to know where Osama bin Laden is. Because you have decided to know where he is, not that you need to know or go looking for, but because you've decided you know where he is, your frequency, your laser beam, takes you there. What? Living body map. This technique provides amplification for application of the energy bar tool as a means of healing specific areas or systems of the human body. The configuration of the participant's body is imagined. Then the various major systems, such as the nervous and circulatory system, are envisaged in appropriate colors with the combines of the outline being held in the imagination. The energy bar tool is applied to energizing, balance, and healing whatever manner the participant desires. Okay. Focus 15, travel to the past. All preceding techniques are conducted at a level of expanded awareness known as Focus 12. However, the technique of time travel into the past involves further expansion of consciousness through the inclusion of additional levels of sound on the hemisync tape. Some of these sound is probably merely intensification of the basic hemisync frequencies. But basically, Focus 15 allows you to literally see things in the past. So think the remote viewing tapes where someone says, okay, now I want you to go to not only this geographic location in the three-dimensional space, but I'm adding a fourth dimension. I want you to go to this time. And it goes back. Mm. The future. The last and most advanced of all focus states associated with gateway training involves movement outside of the boundaries of time-space, focus 15. But with attention to discovering the future rather than the past, the individual who has achieved this state has reached truly advanced level, except in unusual circumstances, is probably not attainable, except by those who have conditioned themselves through long application of meditation or by those who have practiced long and hard through the use of hemisync tapes for a period of months, if not years. Out-of-body movement. This is a remarkable phenomenon, save for discussion in detail until the last because of interest which it occasions special circumstances involved in its attainment. Moreau Institute stresses that the gateway process is not established solely in the purpose of enabling participants to attain out-of-body state, nor does the program guarantee that more participants will succeed. But it helps facilitate you achieving that state. Now, all of this true out-of-body state, we're talking removed real, those 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 near-death experiences that people have, that they talk about seeing their body in the third person. I'm real out-of-body movement, not just consciousness expanded away from the body, but true out-of-body movement. Seeing yourself here and seeing your body in the third third person there. Role of the REM cycle. 
It is interesting to note that Bob Monroe, before the Gateway, that finished 7 May 1983, that an ex-trainer in his operating in Charlottesville, Virginia, found that he could guarantee out-of-body movements by bringing participants down to rapid eye movement, sleep of state, then use the hemi-sync type technique. Now, REM is when dreams happen. So, if if this reality is kind of a gray area, who's to say that those dreams, those out-of-body states, aren't the same thing? So, rapid eye movement would only make sense to kind of be a halfway there point, right? Now, this is crazy. Information collection potential, the information acquisition potential out of body states seem to attract the most attention from the standpoint of developing practical applications for the gateway technique. Can apparently be achieved by many people without excessive expenditure of time or effort, the purpose of which it can be put currently limited by the fact that although individuals in that state may travel anywhere on an instantaneous basis in either terrestrial or other spheres, information distortion in the former context remains a major concern to date, according to the trainers at Moreau Institute. Right. This is like when uh, someone used, you know, remote viewing to say that they found a convict in Lovell, Montana, when the, in this location, when the convict was actually found 100 miles away in Lowell, right? So there's, there's gray areas, but that only goes better, that only gets better through practice. Now, here is one of the most interesting things. You, I'll let you read this page, belief system consideration, okay. I've cited in this quotation because it shows the concept of the universe at which some phys physicists are now coming to accept identical and essential aspects of one knows, learn, okay. The hologram is a mirror image of the absolute in infinity, still exists outside time and space, but is one step removed from the absolute and the actual agent of all creation, all reality. And internal thought or concept of the self which results from self-consciousness serves the... Suddenly we're on page 26, 24 to 26. There's a missing page 25. Now, the thought would be someone that achieves all of this wouldn't really need page 25 here because it seems like he was about to give the secrets of the universe away did it not but you wouldn't need page 25 if you can do the gateway process because you would just find page 25 from when he wrote this paper i'm just saying like it makes sense if you've hung on this far motivational aspect step-by-step -step procedure which involves repetitive practice of techniques concerned so the conclusion i mean wow this conclusion is a is a too long didn't read um i will let you read it here um here's his bibliography so if these experiences are carried through, it is hoped that we will find truly a gateway to the gateway and the realm of practical application of the whole system of techniques which comprise it. I mean, guys. Make anything anything, right? I mean, wow. Decide anything is something and it will be that thing. Decide, I mean... I will let you guys get into the comments and fill in for me here because I have loads of my own thoughts. Um, I'm more worried right now, actually, that I'm going to get cut off, that this video is going to stop recording. It doesn't seem like it has yet, but this is massive. I've given you lots. I mean, let's talk about a problem we want to solve and let's decide that it is solved, right? It seems to be what the elite do. They've decided that their problems need solving, and they are doing a really good job at solving them. Let's solve ours, okay?
This has been a good Let's Get Band. I'm going to have a main episode coming at you by the end of the night. Um, thank you guys for the patience. And we're back. We're hard. We're heavy. We're coming at you.